maybe Johnny's dick hurt because he had already knocked it in the dirt once. Right. <laughs> he exactly. knocked his dick in the dirt. Uh, no, uh, that was vendors, though. Did you love the search for the perfect rental on a Friday night? Have you enjoyed the new version of this? Searching through your countless streaming services for that one thing to watch, but you just have too many choices, so you just end up reading a book? I know we do. Actually, I don't read any fucking books, and neither does Anthony. So, welcome to Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Antoine. Ooh, that's Texas Sushi, boy. <laughs> that's Texas Sushi. I don't read because I went to old text. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't have to. Uh, we bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, during which we'll play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic scenes as well. And at the end of the show, we'll rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is the coach inviting you over for fish sticks and chihuahuas. And 24 cans is a Georgia fish kiss. And, and her long johns. So fish either way. Either way, it gets fishy, but one of them's in a good way. Uh, but before we get to all that, we want to let you know we we want to do the movies you suggest, the ones suggested by our listeners. And there's only a couple ways to do that. So the first one you can do is join our Patreon. If you do that, you suggest a movie in there, we will do it. We promise. If you suggest it there, that's the best way, in my opinion. But there's another good way, and that is if you just pay us outright, $25 through Venmo or PayPal. You will be put in the fast pass, and yours will be the next one we do. And you can send that to at Soda Pop Culture Club on both of those things. And we technically have a third way. You can suggest it on our website, which is SodaPopCultureClub.com, where we have our merch, our schedule, all that stuff, and also a portal where you can suggest a movie. But if we take your suggestion, that's the one where we put it on the shelf, and when we're ready to do it, we'll do it and say you suggested it. That's pretty much how that works. And a couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram, at Mike and Anthony, where we post Anthony's Hummel figurine collection. I, he loves the little the little things, and he likes the little details on them. Um, I just think you guys would really like that. And he's He's got quite a collection going on. What do you think, they're, Anthony? They're hand-painted. Ha- well, I believe you know, they are. They are I actually, Hummels. I was at the antique store uh, a couple days ago. And I did find a California raisin. And I almost bought it. Oh, so he's he's venturing out in the California like raisin. Got again. that. So there you go. So if you want to see that, uh, we might post that on the Instagram. But really, what we will post are memes that go along with our movies that we discuss. And finally, we just need all of y'all who are listening to this to go to Apple Podcast, give us a review. Five star would be preferable, but we don't care. Just give us anything and leave a comment. Because that helps us grow on that particular platform. I just hey, wish all of you would do that. I'm going to throw this in, actually. Let's try one new way, too. What's that? If you leave us a review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, put in your request there, too, with your review. And we'll hey, do Hey, there movie. you go. If you go Boom. to Apple Podcasts and say, man, I really love this show, but I wish they would review... Blank. Blank, and make sure you look at all 150 episodes we've done before because we've already done it. Ah, we might redo it. I've been wanting to redo some movies, well, so maybe yeah, you'll well, pick they request it. We'll just redo that. We'll replay that episode for them. No, we'll redo it. <laughs> we'll redo it. We'll just redo it. Maybe, maybe our thoughts will change. Sometimes time equals perspective, right? Like a year and a half ago or two Dude, years ago, it could have sucked, and this now it could be good. Considering again. most of the movies we've done are decades old. I don't think time's going to change the opinion that much. <laughs> you don't think so? Right. And do you think the movie we're doing today is decades old? Uh, I know it is. <laughs> okay. You want me to hit that? Hit the trailer? Hit it. Hit it. Okay. Michael Hall is Johnny Walker. You were just tremendous out there today. This how it is. Does anybody in America like you? A modest young man. Get your mouth off her, Walker. Now! Oh, you did.
dad's a <laughs> But he's about to hit the big time. Bite your own dick, I'll give you anything you want. Spring break! Ah, Puerto Rico! Just tell me what you want, I'll get you two of them. What do you like? You like girls? He's looking for a college that meets his intellectual requirements. Listen, I'm having a little party for my man tonight. Why don't you stop by the house, huh? Well, I'd love to, but uh, I promised my wife I wouldn't show up at your place anymore. Somewhere peaceful and serene. How are the girls? Hmm? The girls. He's going to make the right decision. Where did you finally decide to go to college? Clown school? Do you think these recruiters would all want you as much if uh, they were afraid of the dark? Even if it kills it. Oh, I'm not afraid of the dark. Go, go! Go, Johnny, go! Go! Nice catch, Cooper. Go, Johnny, go! 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 Hey, Cooper's not wearing any underwear. Anthony Michael Hall. Robert Downey Jr. Paul Gleason. Parker, kick the ball! Kick it! All right, there it is. There's our trailer. What's what's your memory of this movie? Like seeing uh, my memory is uh, actually Today. never seeing it in the theater and uh, watching it um, probably on HBO or a rental of some sort. Um, I don't remember exactly exactly where, but I know I never saw it in the theater. And but I saw I, it back then. So I did see this in the theater. I am with, sorry with my parents, and I Whoa. remember. Now, I re- my parents took us to see this. I remember, I think it's the only time I've ever been to the movies with my dad that I could ever remember. Interesting. I because have only ever been to the movies once with my father, my- and it was the 1970s, uh, late 70s Puff the Magic Dragon movie. Ooh, that's with, so... With uh, uh, Mickey Rooney, what? you know, the live action yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, my dad man. was like, and I, I can't even believe we got through the movie. I'm surprised because my dad's a person that will like get pissed at something and just want to go. <laughs> so like, why would he get mad at this movie? We went, I remember we went to Cedar Point as a family as kids. He got pissed at something and sat in the car the rest of the day. Till we really? Were yes. Is he that, he's that guy? Yeah, he was. I'm like, fucking oh, man. Kid. So literally, that's why I remember because the only time I remember going to the movies with my dad. And we stayed for the whole thing. And that is insane. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. That's like, I agree. I don't understand the, I don't understand. Like, you know, my father's weird too, in a way, but not like that. Like, like he wouldn't do that, but what he always likes is to have an exit strategy. Yeah. So like, if he doesn't like something, he wants to be Fake able to leave when he wants to leave. Fake a crowd. So he's like, you know, I'll drive separate. Are you? Ah, <laughs> I'll meet you there. He never like like he can't be committed to something like that. Makes sense. I have split parents. Uh, <laughs> you know how it is. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah. You didn't grow up that way. But I did, and that makes sense to me. <laughs> when one of my parents is like, I don't think I commit to being with you in a car for that long. Well, obviously. <laughs> so that's bad. Yeah, it was good times for both of us. Yeah. Reminisce on the broken childhood. What happens after children. that? You start a podcast. Yeah, and do some other things. And it maybe explains what you think is my violent streak. I never said violent streak. Like you said you just, I bullied people. I didn't you bully did. people. And I you didn't. Said it's because you were people told you to or dared you to. So let me get something here. Are we gonna play what you want to play? Are we gonna no, do this? We're not gonna do that. We're gonna play your game. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> All right. So, yes, that's what we're going to do. We're going to play the game. And everybody knows what the game is. The game is where I am going to read three reviews to Anthony. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. And he just has to guess which one that is. And I'm going to let you all know. He never guesses based on what the content is because he's not even that good. Oh, he's fuck you. Not. You've thrown some out to me that it, need, it didn't matter the content. Well, don't even be an asshole. I Sometimes mean, I have to go by the content. Yeah, well, you know, you can just eat a bag of, you know what? Again? Yes. <laughs> so, 
I'm going to read them to you. Are you ready for this? I'm going to turn this off because you because he also yeah. likes to read my face. He doesn't want me to see his listening. face. Like he thinks I'm ever looking at his fucking face. He yeah, he wants Trust to. Trust me, I am not. Okay, you're not. I believe you. Uh, are you ready for this? Ready. What did you just do? I mute. Why don't you just do that? I have a little thing I can do it that Click way. Click your button to cover up the camera. Do you, would you prefer to see a orange dot? Yes, very much through the whole episode. Weirdo. All right, first one. I'm naked right now. That's why I'm muting mine, my camera. And I'm kind of turned on by that. Okay. Um, Walter Chaw, film Freak Central reflects the mentality of great swaths of artless, ignorant slobs. Lou Winters, Sacramento Gazette. There are better football movies and better comedies. Betsy Bosdeck, DVDJournal.com. Johnny B. Good may be teen fluff, but even fluff can be better than this. All right, Anthony. Those are your three reviews. Which one is the fake one? Read the last two again. Lou Winters, Sacramento Gazette. There are better football movies and better comedies. Betsy Bosdeck, DVDJournal.com. Johnny B. Good may be teen fluff, but even fluff can be better than this. Hmm... I'm going to say the third one. All right. And why is that? Am I right or wrong? I'm not telling you. You know that I have to ask you why you picked it first. Again, if it was a, <laughs> like, maybe it was a later review. But if not, that she's from DVD, what's its nuts? DVDs weren't even invented back then. Okay. Well, you're wrong. So which okay. one of the other two do you think it is then? Fuck, I don't care. What, well, give me an answer. The second one. You would be correct on your right. second guess. <laughs> I don't remember who Lou Winters is, but I got him out of a movie somewhere. Mm. Um, I forget now. <laughs> but hey, it's one of the movies we're well, doing in the future. So I will tell you, that is what sounded like the fake name. But here I go. Trying to figure out the content. And so what was the review yeah. again, though? The one you wrote? Um, there are better football movies and better comedies. Actually sounds like a good review. It sounds like a true review, for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it sounds, I made a good one. So you could say that you were fooled honestly. Yes. Honestly, you were fooled. All right. Honestly. So why don't you do what you're supposed to do now? All right. And give us the rest of the bullshit. Rest of the bullshit right here. Breakdown by the Numbers, directed by Bud S. Smith and starring Anthony Michael Hall, Robert Downey Jr., Uma Thurman in her first film role, and Paul Gleason, the principal we all love to hate. Johnny B. Good was released on March 25th, 1988, taking in $17.6 million at the box office against the $22 million budget. It scores 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb and 30% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it had a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. See, I don't know. When I looked it up initially, they didn't give a fucking Rotten Tomatoes score, so I had to go to Rotten Tomatoes, and it just gives an audience score. It had a 0% critic score, though. And I think there was, it was 10% on Metacritic, I think, or one of them. It was This This has got a pretty low Rotten yeah. Tomatoes score, which is very interesting. I mean, I understand, depending on how you're watching this, as to why you would give this thing some pretty gnarly reviews there. So I'm I not going to, I mean, I think I, a big, uh, to me, a lot of it, I don't think people were ready or could comprehend Anthony Michael Hall, not being a skinny little geek from 16 candles and weird science. Well, you know, that's funny you say that. Cause there was this blip and I kind of got sucked into watching the movies. Do you remember the movie where he played the farm boy from Iowa and goes to LA and gets yeah, framed that? for drugs. Yes, yes. What's that called? Run. Was it called Run? or it Run? I don't know. That was maybe Patrick Dempsey had the one called Run. Because they did a similar type of movie, both of them. And, and it was I like remember. he... But it... Yeah, I have to look it up now. Now you're making me want to look it up. Because he looking. definitely had a blip where they tried to make him a tough, 
like action, action guy. Act, yeah. And let's get real here. I mean, Anthony Michael Hall is, uh, I don't know how to put it, uh, King of the Dipshit. I mean, after watching Breakfast Club, resetting that deck was really hard. And when you watch um, uh, Weird Science, All I mean, of them. sixteen candles. I mean that that's who he was. He 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 could trying to make him into the the stud is just not not worth it. Um, let's see, Out of Bounds. It was out before of bounds, this. Yes, it was before this. That was Out of Bounds. And, and and yeah, so they really tried after Weird Science to change his look. And that movie, I'm going to tell you, Out of Bounds, also nine million budget, five million at the box office. Yep. I mean, it just didn't work trying to make him into that type of guy. I mean, I mean, I I I, I mean, I liked it. Well, I mean, later it did in his career. When what, he got what, what did he do later? Um, he was in uh, oh, what the fuck, Dead. Uh, so the dead, dead zone. zone was good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it wasn't an action movie. He wasn't. He was solving crimes and stuff, like using his brain. But it was very supernatural type, not supernatural, actually, but very mystical powers. And he does uh, have a small part in Clerks Three. Well, I mean, some I'll people get it right later on in their career. You are correct. I mean. Some people do. I think, you know, I don't know if you've seen the Six Degrees of Separation mm-hmm. with yeah. uh, Will Smith. Yes. And that, uh, it's it's a real indie film, but he plays a good role in that. Yes. Um, I thought he did that. I, you know much. what I think? It's, I think in general, like you look at like The Rock, you can go from action to comedy. It's a lot easier to do that than go from comedy to action. A hundred percent. Of movie star. And it's a lot easier when you look like The Rock. <laughs> because when you start off as a geek in films, yeah. they can't picture you like that. You know, it's funny. You know, one guy we could say who did make that change. and But I would say he still kept a hint of himself is John Cusack. When you think about it, like he did change to a cool guy. I mean, he did uh, he did movies where he could be kind of a badass. But at the same time, he also Candles. had... Well, he started off in 16 Candles as a dork yeah. too. And, and, you know, um, and some other movies, he, he kind of started off as the dork. Uh, yeah, so he's to- never been like, other than 16 Candles, he's, he's never been like super geek. And he was never the main character as the geek. So that's why it's that's less true. memorable that's true. for people. That's true. He so, never was. You know, he never was the main he character. He carry the torch through the whole movie. He kind of, that's what I say, he kind of made the leap. But so. not, not a full leap. But let's get back to this movie. So. Johnny Be Good, football movie. So, you know what? I'm going to hit a six-pack up right now just because it's the first thing we see pretty much. Okay, yes. And that's the pregame speech. you got to put your foot on their balls, you know? The Lord you wants get... you to put your foot on their balls. And if you want to do good, if you do well, you might get some honey on that stinger tonight. <laughs> it's gotta that's, how be you, the... that's how you coach. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, what's really funny is that he seems like he really is motivating them, doesn't it? Like it doesn't feel fake motivation in that scene. I think it's funny because like, to me, it's like they're sitting there. Like they don't need motivated. Yeah. They're really good. Johnny Walker's the best fucking quarterback ever to play high school. He can, he can punt tackle everything. Yeah. Punt pass kick. He wins it. So it really (laughs) is like, and, and this is my thing. I, I always wonder watching this. I want to know what the coach's record was before Johnny went to school. There. That is true because if he's really a good coach, right? I mean, so, you know, it's, it's is he Bud Kilmer, or is he just riding the coattails, or is he yeah. Bill Belichick? Because Bud <laughs> Kilmer, Varsity Blues, right? He's he was the real deal. He's a real good coach, right? He just pushed some players in late in his career that he probably shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. So that's why I wondered if this guy was just uh, I. I think we're supposed to get that feeling that he's the coattail rider. But in this scene, you don't know that. And and he actually seems to be getting through to him. Um, at least Robert Downey Jr. He wants to get his mean on. Get a <laughs> mean on. Fu- Once you get what a mean f- on. What the fuck is a mean on? Tell me what that is. Um, horrible motivation. Is it? Get a mean on. that term. Well, it's because it's only been used in that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> get your mean on, motherfuckers. 
Yeah, it, it was. It's definitely a, a different, uh, different vibe there in that. But I do like it. But but I try. You know, funny thing is, I did kind of have parallels here to uh, Varsity Blues when it came to that. But other than that, these movies have nothing in common. <laughs> right. Right. Not at, all. Not at all. Not at all. Nothing. Nothing in common. But I will say what you get early on, um, the game, whatever, you know. But but what you do get on the theme of this mo- this movie, which I'm going to go into that here in a second. But one of the things you get early is the recruiting angle. Yes. And I think what this movie does do is it illustrates the changes to college football over the years when it comes to recruiting. Um, the tropes of violations and, and all the things you saw in the 80s that people got in trouble for. And even up through recently until they let them get money. Now, all the shit that's going on here doesn't even matter. I mean, they still have limited contact with coaches because this movie was made when they didn't have that limited contact. That's what, you know what I mean? They're yeah, at the games and they're it's funny that, them. I mean, they're doing it through a comedy, but they're showing a lot of like serious shit that actually does happen. You yes. Know? I mean, and you look at the schools they had, they had old techs, which is that I think they're, which is funny. I think Texas. it's supposed to be TCU, but TCU oh, wasn't so? good back then. It's I think how- it's supposed to be Texas. So I think it's supposed to be Texas, but they had the horned frogs because I think they just wanted a horned jet. Because the horny toads horns. do exist. They exist. Right. Instead you know? of longhorns. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because the longhorns did probably have horns on their jet. I, I'm just going to guess they do. I just I just feel they do. I just, I don't know it, but I know it to be true, right? Horns <laughs> just, on the jet. <laughs> but yeah, they had that and they had uh, UCC, the UCC, which is USC. Um mm-hmm. Those are the schools that he actually visited that he saw, is, you know, all which the is things. funny because they have, you know, Alabama, Notre Dame, like when they're talking to him. But as far as actually visiting a school, they're not going to go that far with like but a real I, school. I'm sure they're not allowed to do that. But what I was going to say is that the one thing you didn't see and you and I are from a very big time football area, Ohio State. Right. And Notre Dame isn't that far away, like you're saying, and Michigan yeah. even. Back then, you got to think uh, late eighties. Um, th- that why didn't they? They didn't show. They didn't play up a Midwest team that cheated like that. You know, like they I didn't think do it. Was it. More and I, it was probably also at that time. Who Those are the schools school they knew that you yeah. know. Yeah. Because yeah, they had the Southern Methodist, isn't that the SMU exactly, team? During those years, Ohio State wasn't kicking people's asses like they are now. Uh, they kicking Michigan's ass back then, uh, but. I don't even know if they were then, actually. They were. It was right before John Cooper, and the coach okay. that was there had won eight of nine games against Carr. Michigan. But, uh, nah, what's his name? Nope. He's dead now. But but he but he was a he was a good coach. He just couldn't win national titles. He could win, like, nine games a year, maybe ten. Um, and he would always beat Michigan, though. And people love that. So when John Cooper come along, if you know the history of Ohio – I'm sorry to give you this mm-hmm. – but then when he came along, he went two eight and one against the Michigan. Michigan yeah. over. He won over. a national championship. Never won. Never won one. He came, finished second after beating Arizona State that one year. Wait, who are you talking about? Ohio Cooper? State. Oh John yeah, I'm thinking Trestle. Sorry, Trestle came in, yeah. said he was going to beat Michigan a year from the date he he set foot on campus, yep. and he did it. And then he won a national championship the year next the year. Year the sweater vest. So I'm just saying, coaches matter, and this coach isn't that bad, um, but. But the colleges, they they cheat. All of them do. I would have loved to seen them play up a Midwest one, only because it would have been kind of a window into what may have happened at the at schools in the Midwest, right? Like, Just wait for the remake. Wait for the remake. It's never being remade. You <laughs> don't think before. so? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's this movie's never being remade. Um, there's so much going on in this movie, and that's what I was gonna say. There's so much that goes on in this movie. And it suffers from it, in my opinion. Do you think this movie suffers a little? I mean, come on. What do you mean? Suffers okay, from. I'll get to it. So I think it suffers from looking back and seeing that Iron Man is your fucking backup quarterback. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Iron Man is your backup quarterback. How, like, ironic is that? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, and which is funny because in Back to School, he plays the guy who tries to ruin the pep rallies and makes fun of the football team. Uh, so it's kind of, he played that weird 
outcast role like that. Right. It's awesome to me to go back and watch some of these movies and see the complete role reversal, though. When you look at the leading characters and the supporting characters and see how their careers have turned out in movies like this, it's like, holy shit. Robbie Downey Jr. is the confident action star and Anthony Michael Hall is like crickets, right? So Halloween kills. Yeah, like not 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 as good of a career. But here's what I'll tell you what I mean. Um, When I was watching this, I couldn't help but think while watching this movie that the director didn't really know what kind of movie he wanted to make. Because to me, there are multiple themes uh, here, and I don't think any of them really come together well, right? Like, so to me, because of Johnny's situation of being such a great football player, the, the one thing they try to show is the family stress of college choice of a high-profile athlete. So we get that part of it. Yeah. Um, there is the impermiss- impermissible benefits angle from the NCAA teams, like the recruiting, the, 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 the violation part of it, like how bad recruiting can be from that angle, um, not just you know from his family side. Um, there's the overcoming a meddling coach angle, you know, a coach trying to decide your fate. There's the love story. And should I go or should I not go here? And is this the story we're following? Is she the one who's making a decision or is he making a decision? Should I bang his wife on the 50-yard line? <laughs> and then there's know. the friend meddling. So you have Robert Downey Jr. also, the meddling friend angle. Like, like it's trying to influence. Um, to me, it, it was too many ideas um, um, that they were trying. To, they Like they had so many ideas. And I think there you could have well, settled on two of them but and lasered. I, I think what happens is, especially the fact that this is a comedy, you're looking at different stuff that you think would be funny to throw in there. So then that's where that stuff comes into play. When you're writing these characters and you're thinking about what would be funny to happen with this, this, and the other thing, and then you just throw it all in. Like nachos with uh, chips and dip on a Mexican sombrero on top of a midget? Like, yeah, that stuff like that. <laughs> Is that so you would the like reason that. I got old techs involved is because I had I wanted to pay off the scene with the midget with the sombrero with <laughs> that's like whatever. Yeah, but my thing is I think they could have they could have stuck with the meddling coach impermissible benefit they could have cut off the family stress angle because I don't think that really needed it. Like um I don't know. I just I just thought there was some things they could have cut like his friend like Robert Downey Jr. didn't have to take benefits to try and push him anywhere. Like he didn't Uh, have to do that. I think here's, here's the thing. I think um, you're, you're giving a lot of things that you think they could have done to make this a better movie. And it still would not have made it a better movie though. Okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) My notes don't matter now. Let me just tell you the baseline (laughs) and the ceiling for this movie are not going to change pretty much no matter what you did to it. Yeah. This is more style than substance. It is, I'll give well, you that. it is. It's, you know, it's got some touches that are cool. It's fun to watch, but you do know it's a crap movie, but that's okay. It is. But that's okay. The, the, it is okay. The, the, I'll get you. Do you have a six pack or do you want, do you want more from me? Sure. I'll give you a six pack. Give me a six pack. I want to hear broke something my, you like from the movie. Broke my dick coach. Oh yeah. First, the first fucking Love scene some dirt on it. And get back in the game. It's broke. Broke my dick, coach. I mean, that's that's all. You know what though? That shows how much of a friend he is. That he does that oh, so his boy can get some playing. Let time. me also say, um, the fact that you are able to just ask a cheerleader named Juicy, by the way, which is fucking awesome, to go yeah. take off her pan- her panties and go stand over there. <laughs> Juicy, take <laughs> off your panties. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, 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 I sorry. And- <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I also love, um, I'm going to give this a six pack to you. I just do. Go the ahead. Punt, the punt signal. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he's doing all the signals. <laughs> he's like, he just pushes him. Like, Get the fuck out of the way. Punting- Kick the ball. <laughs> I love that. It's a good scene. There are some funny parts because this yeah. is a comedy. Um, and that, and that's a good one. Um, one of my favorites, I'll give you another six pack is after the game. Um, when the coach is at home celebrating, my favorite thing is his bar piano organ thing and his chihuahuas. You know that um, is that the most- whole 
corner tiki bar area is fucking epic. You need that in your basement. I would love that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, goddamn awesome. It's like like a bar at Red Lobster or something. Would you be singing Mac the Knife every time people came over? Oh, um, the shark, babe, has such deep deer. After a few <laughs> drinks, yes, probably. Pearly white. I could love. I would love that. I would do that totally. I'd have I a sign up. Tip your bartender. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah, I was. I, I absolutely. Yes, I love that fucking bar area. I'm like, that is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Actually, it probably is my favorite fucking scene in the movie. I got to say, it is. You the know, whole thing, uh, break out the what the hey, break out the fish sticks. Yeah, not enough salmon patties, honey. <laughs> I don't think we have enough salmon patties. And he opened a bottle of that sparkling fruit wine. <laughs> he, that, you know, that's why I just don't understand what like what kind of success he had before and what he is now is like you said, I think that they, and that's probably part of the problem with them not building this movie. Right. Before that though, he was a high school principal and he made $31,000 a year. So he was doing okay. He had enough to get that bar set up. And he, uh, and, and we know he could, you know what, maybe, maybe Johnny's dick hurt because he had already knocked it in the dirt once. Right. <laughs> exactly. Knocked his dick in the dirt. Uh, no, that uh, was vendors though. Oh right, yeah, well Bender, Bender, yeah, but I'm saying he has a skill. He's a, we already know this. I'm gonna knock your dick, dick in the knocker. dirt. He's a dick knocker. So you know, yeah, he's um, he's an interesting cat. I I, I like that uh, the fish sticks. Um, I I would love to reenact that scene if someone came over for dinner and just see if how they react, like them not knowing that that's what I'm doing. You're just down there singing. Yeah, it's like you've hey, got I, to set up that bar. You're out of salmon patties. Let's make some fucking fish sticks. See, that's the kind that. of bar. See, you don't, you know, you're not a bar person. Yeah, that's the kind of bar you would dig because salmon patties, fish sticks, and sparkling fruit wine. That's your jam. Uh, well, yeah, I do like a rose. That's not. A, is that a fruit wine? I don't sparkling fruit. It is a sparkling wine, isn't it? Rose is not sparkling. Okay, well, it's tasty. It's tasty. And, you know, I want to go back some. I forgot. I had someone say, you said just the tip earlier. And um, I was in Bermuda I recently. You. Did I send you that picture of me at the tip of the Bermuda Triangle? Yes, you yes did. I did. Speaking of just the tip, I was at I got just so the- excited. I'm like, oh, shit, he might not come back. <laughs> Damn it. You, did you? Did you get so excited? If anybody was going to survive <laughs> that shit, it would be you. Yeah. Um, so this whole recruitment process. I'm sure you have thoughts on it. Um, obviously, it sounds like you have some feelings on old techs. What are your feelings on the old techs recruit visit? I mean, that's that's what recruiting should be all about. Endless margaritas, sex yeah. with the wife. Huh, not not preferably not your own. On the fifty <laughs> yard line. Um. Yeah. Uh, someone's you know, getting his knob polished on the Texas, fifty. Texas sushi. <laughs> You know, I want to, uh, that's what I say. Here's the one thing about old text I found interesting is that the, um, in this movie, just like every other eighties movie, they use being gay as a slur for the most part, except for one part. And I thought that was funny. It was at old text when they're getting out to go to that little dinner and sex thing at the 50 yard line, Right. the chauffeur makes a little advance and smacks him on the ass and says, Hey, if this isn't what you're into, I'm here for you. Boom. Like old text covered the bases. They covered the bases. He's got every. He's got it all covered. And you know, it's funny you say that because we already had the f bomb dropped by the coach in the, his speech. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that that you know they understand that two out of ten players are going to be gay because that's the math in society is twenty percent. So they figure they'll say, "Hey, man, if you're into that, there you go. This is how we recruit." <laughs> This is how we do it, like uh, Montel Jordan says. It's like if, if salsa ain't your thing, maybe you want some guacamole. Maybe you like the guac, or maybe a little cheese. Maybe a little some cheese. Hard guac. Yeah. Um, now, when he goes there, where was he supposed to be? He's supposed to be going to Piermont, and his coach asked him to go to Piermont, right? Um, because you know he's saying I'm going here. If I'm going to bring Johnny, he's going to try and be the coach there. Um, what did you think of that? whole situation and how he then threatens Johnny because of that. Now this is the Bud Kilmer coming out. 
Don't yes, this that. is this Fuck parallel. This is yeah, yeah, your transcripts. Yeah. So, and uh, this is again why when I said earlier at the beginning, I wonder what his record was before Johnny got there, because Johnny he knows is his meal ticket. Yeah, to that, but that doesn't mean he's a bad coach. It just means he might want to make a leap, and this is the easiest to make the but leap. But the thing is, if you were such a great coach before that, why didn't you have an opportunity? Especially since this sounds like a shit-tastic school in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have no football program from from what it seems. That's why they need Johnny. Yeah, true. I mean, so, they got, but they, but at the end, you see, they got four other. They got all those big recruits, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but but uh, so is Piermont you know, Michigan then? Who is are, are they supposed to be Michigan? Piermont? Yeah. Who are they? I supposed don't know. To be? It. I I can't figure out who you know that one. I don't know. Pepperdine maybe. Pepperdine. <laughs> well, I mean, they have kind of a ram that looks like a wave. I I just didn't know. Pasadena State. Pasadena State. Yeah, that'd be California though, and I think Ashland is Texas. I didn't really look at where it's supposed to be. I didn't care. It is actually in San Antonio, Texas. Cause I looked up, there's that burger joint in it that they go to. And I was like, I wonder if that still exists. And it does whatever that it was in yellow. I forget the name of it, but they, but top I looked notch. up, no, it's not top notch, which does exist. That's from days and confused. And this one does too. And it's in San Antonio. So if you look in there and you see where they go to the burger drive in, you can actually go visit that place. Sweet. So it's still Sweet. out there. I would my, I'm sorry. My, my research was good, but my, my recall is bad. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry. I just thought about this. Um, Johnny Walker. That'd be a nice memorabilia thing too. I'm not going to our memorabilia thing, but I have seen um, people like they have, like you can get movie jerseys framed. Oh, that would be a good one. Johnny Walker would be a good one because you can get, you know, like uh, Willie Beeman. Bobby that, that's what I was going to say. Ricky Fox, Vaughn, uh, yeah, Willie Beeman. Yeah, like, all this shit. Like that's another classic one that would be good. Uh, you are correct. That would be, I would want Rowan Gardner from the Cubs. Uh, uh, I thought you would. Well, the rookie. I think I'd <laughs> want the, the Ro- I'd, I'd rather have the Rockets jersey. Well, Stedman, Chet Stedman. Yeah. Chet Stedman, see, there's a movie I know. Hey, maybe next baseball season. That'll be one of our movies. Yeah. There you go. We'll make that happen. Can somebody request it? Hint, so hint. yeah, request that one. And you can hear that we have opinions. I also know that one where the kid owns the twins. Little Big have- League. Little Big League, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one. Oh, uh, um, yeah, great movie. Although next year is the 25th anniversary of The Sandlot. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Yep. So, um, but because the coach does that to him, Johnny gets a little revenge, and that's my next six-pack. Johnny's revenge on the coach um, with the elephant. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. It I, was. I like, but, and... and, and Meg Tilly. Jennifer is, Tilly. What was that? Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly, pardon me. Jennifer Tilly is so is such a cute actress and plays such a good role in movies. She seems so genuinely excited when the elephant comes. She's like, oh, is that for me? I was like, oh, that's so awesome. I wish. Well, here's the thing. It's funny, too. And I'm sorry. I'm just like the coach. Like, that's above his weight class. I know what you're going to say. say no, I'm not. Before this, I'm like, he's got to be living his best life. Here you are. You've got your um, Red Lobster Tiki Bar set up. You got your wife dressing in like a maid outfit, basically. <laughs> with Doing whatever you say. Doing whatever you say. Putting tips in your jar. Yeah. Doing Making a Tupperware party. Patties. All of that. Tupperware parties to bring in a couple bucks on the side, right? Like we get that. Like, what's his... It's- What's his dream after this if he got that job and the big contract and all that? I have no clue. And I feel like I was about like I was telling you, he's kicking a he's hitting above his punching above his weight class. No doubt. Hey, he doesn't deserve her. I know she's not bright, so maybe he I don't know, Stockholmed her somehow somewhere. Because there's no way a girl that hot goes the and young goes out with a coach that is a loser. So maybe he is a winner. And I, that's no, no, the no. only explanation. Uh no. Because you also have to factor in the trade-in factor that she's a goddamn space cadet that believes we all live nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. Well, so, I told you she's not smart. That's why I said, but but he, she still has to have some sort of attraction that isn't just, I don't know, you can't look, she can't look at him and go, yes, physically, I want to be with that all the time. Oh, 
I, I can't believe I can't believe I'm just saying I, I know my reality. So I'm sure she has to know her own. Uh, just I don't know. She's in an unreality. <laughs> she's a, she's attracted to his football mind. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, uh, do you have any more six packs or anything like that? I've got plenty, but. Um, well, give us another one. We're, we're uh, talking about things we like in this movie. Come on, man. Uh, so, like, a lot of it. Um, I think uh, well, I already gave the ones. I, I will say again, I don't think I, I, I uh, officially said it as a six-pack, but I will say, like I, I did say, my favorite scene is the whole bar scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just, I love that. It's my favorite scene in the movie. It is a good um, scene. I think uh, also... Um, You've quoted it, by the way. I'm going to let everybody know. You have quoted that to me before. Oh, yeah. We, yeah years before we decided to do this, but go ahead. What the heck? Um, I think, uh, here's something I I will say actually is Anthony Michael Hall's football skills. Yeah. Like playing the quarterback are good. Okay. I think you don't. Well, I want, I'll give you the converse of that. I'm going to go with the generic thing. I know that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he's believable and neither is Downey Jr. Um, I'm not going to say that how he threw the ball, that's and what like his physical. That's what I mean. But just in general, knowing him and knowing his character, it was really hard to really get in the mindset that because that he, he is... can't disassociate. And, and this for you, especially because you hadn't seen this before. So all this yeah. time, like, you can't disassociate from King of the Dipshits. No, I've seen this back then, but I just didn't care for like his performance like i just didn't believe him as uh, like you know when they're playing the, the what was that a jock yeah he just didn't ha- i mean he was better than i thought back then i remember like oh he's not so bad but but then when you watch like other football movies when you try to compare it to other people i mean mm-hmm. he's not he's not scott bacula um i will, but- <laughs> I will give my my uh final six pack though Jim McMahon, okay. the Jim McMahon cameo. The best quarterback in America. Okay, I, I have a – this isn't a generic, but I'm just going to say I think Joe Montana still existed in that year as a great quarterback. So mm-hmm. Jim McMahon was not the best quarterback in America when this movie oh, was made. But he was the flashy guy. He's the money man. He was the Trent Dilfer of quarterbacks. He won one Super Bowl because he had the greatest defense in the history of the NFL. That mm-hmm. is it. No other reason. He didn't do anything else after that. Uh, I'd still say McMahon was a better quarterback than Trent Dilfer. Barely. Uh, not they won much, just as many Super Bowls. Better. I don't know. But did Trent Dilfer win two though? Didn't he get a? Did he no. get one? In, what? Unless he did as a backup. Yeah, but doesn't matter. That's more than one more than Doofus has. I'm just saying he he's uh, barely better. Barely. Barely. Marginally. And the reason he was so good, I mean. I don't know. Who was his running back back then? Who's? McMahon? Yeah. Who was it? I don't know. I forget his name. What was oh, his name? That guy. Oh, that guy. Walter Payton, maybe? That guy. <laughs> he had the the probably the second or third greatest running back of all time. That helps. <laughs> I mean, come on. In an era where you ran more than passed, too. Yes. Yes. And he's the quarterback. That's my point. Jeez. My gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll give I, you can enjoy McMahon. I do like his cameo. The best part of that, though, is the whole Adidas setup and mm-hmm. the whole, you know, if I'm not wearing Adidas, I'm not wearing anything. anything type thing. That was very he was very Joe Namath like in that way. I'll give you that. He had got quality, the but swag. he wore the shades because of his eye issue. I forget right. what it was. Yeah. He had an eye issue, so he always wore those shades. Was it eye or concussions? Probably that. <laughs> I mean, let's get real. This is football. It was back when they played football. Now the quarterbacks don't play football. They play two-hand touch. So If that. If that. Yeah. One hand's a penalty. <laughs> Not in the Browns game last week. Anyways, <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, Armed to the helmet, didn't call it. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, generic uh, for me, I've got... I can give a couple, but uh, before I do that, I'll give my last six pack um, that I have. And that's the coach. I think he is the best performance of the movie. 
Yeah. I think the coach is the best performance. He has the coolest scenes when it comes to in his house. I think he says some of the best lines in the movie. But I also I also have a negative to that, you know, is that kind of is that we've seen him in that role before, though, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. And that's so maybe I like it because I'm comfortable. I don't know. Like, yeah. The dick I'll, authority figure. I'll know. give. Uh, so I have two generics for this <sighs> because one is an on the nose generic. The other is the gross out generic. Okay, go ahead. I think I know what's going on here. You do. The, the gross out generic is dog shit on the football. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I like, knew oh, it. God. I just knew. Like, can you imagine? Because um, if that's your football, and they and and they ran after it because they wanted to keep it. Remember that? Yeah. That's a game ball. The big cheese took it. Let's get him. Um, my on the nose is Uma Thurman's line. I'm sorry. Johnny, be good. Really? Uh, now I'm going to, I'm going to say, I agree that when they used it and how they used it was a little forced, but I always like it when somehow the title of the movie comes up. I don't. Okay. So there we go. I so, don't. I, that was almost a six pack for me. <laughs> That's oh gosh. So uh, same man. with her long johns though. Was she kind of hot in long johns? She was hot in anything. Yeah, true. That was her first role, Uma Thurman. Isn't that I crazy? Know. Remember I said that at the beginning of the fucking show. That was her first one. And 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 the thing is, is I forgot about her for the most part. Like I, I didn't even care until uh Pulp Fiction. Um well, that's she was your in fault. What, Jennifer Eight or something, or there was another movie in there. I forget what it was. I don't know um, if she was in that. I don't remember. You sure? I I I'm, said I don't remember. I'm a pretty smart guy. I think I know. Or maybe I don't. I'm kind of an idiot too. <laughs> Kazuma Thurman. I thought she was because she was, was in a no, couple. She wasn't it. Okay, she was. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I try to know things. I, I, I'm not an idiot, but she was in that, and and she was like that was that Henry and June. So there were some movies. She, oh, that's right. Kill the Bill. Movie that I love more than any most more than any movie almost is Dangerous Liaisons, and mm-hmm. she was in that. So Kill Bill. Hello. Yeah, but I'm talking about before she blew up in Pulp Fiction. Um, that's when she blew up, right? After Pulp Fiction, it was a different type of uh, career for her. She was um, more leading. Hello, Batman and Robin. She was Poison Ivy. Big role. Like I Big said, role. after Pulp Fiction. Okay, now this, you uh, know what? I, this is a good segue. Hey, beautiful Girls. One good of my movie. favorite movies. Timothy Hutton. And, yes. yes. Except Rosie O'Donnell will overlook that. That's still a good movie. You, I know, she, she she's been in good movies. She was in Sleep in Seattle. But I was going to say, um, your uh, that's a good segue, is that um, Batman and Robin, what you just said there, is that you thought about possibly us doing, uh, next year, doing some of the worst movies ever made. And yeah. that might be one of them. That might be one of them. Because it is one of the worst. It's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> that's fucking horrible, man. It's fucking horrible. Okay. So we're so- talking about good actors in really shitty movies. So I want to give um, I want to give a couple more generics. I'm sorry to do that, and then we can talk about the end of this movie and get into some uh, our memorabilia and stuff. So first thing I want to talk about is my first generic, which is Downey's performance. I thought he was over the top too much. I thought it was like someone need to tell take his knob and dial it back to eight. He's at a, he's at thirteen. Like I thought, he was just way too out there, and the and the inner and because that their interplay in the car, like where they're smacking each other, other. acting weird, very awkward. I felt like I was in the middle of awkward silences too much in this movie. That was a now that was a jock moment right there to me. Uh, When when were you a jock or an athlete? I said that's a jock moment. I'm more of a jock than you are, bitch. Whatever. Do you have a varsity letter in any sport? Did oh, because I didn't BMX. No, I have a varsity letter in sports. So go what sport? Golf. <laughs> Fuck you. But you know how good you have to be to be uh, on a golf team? You're not Come a jock. On. You're not a jock. Good golfer. You're not a jock. Whatever. I, I was. So get over it. Okay. You don't have to like it, but I was. <laughs> I was an okay. athlete. Come on, get I'm, over it. I'm a jock. I was in show choir and I lettered in golf. There's your resume. <laughs> I was asked to be on the football team. I chose not to. There's your resume. I was asked by the head coach personally. And that's the truth, 
Mm-hmm. I was asked and I said no because I wanted to do what was easy for me, which is to go out on the golf course and hit sub 85 and be on the be varsity letterman. That was easy for me. So I'm having to work out all year round to run the ball. I'm That's all I would do. I want to do what's easy. Hey, I didn't say I, I'm a good athlete. Didn't say I was a hardworking good athlete. Okay. I'll give you Jamarcus Russell jock status. That's what I hey. Hey, the guy was the number one draft pick. So if you're going to compare me to Jim Marcus Russell, I'll take it. I prefer to have the money with it, though. You are a doc strap. So is your mom. Ooh. Really? Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. So what was, you, you were going to say something. You. Mr. Okay, Mr. Athlete, all the sports you play, go ahead. Hey, better athlete than you. I disagree. Okay. Really? We'll find We're saying, out. You're saying right now at this age, or are you saying when we were in our prime? I'm still in my prime, bitch. Oh, well, there you go. So, can't help you there. Prime time. Prime time. I would say. Anyway, asshole, where are we? I don't know. You were saying something about you being some super jock, right. and then I had to interfere and tell you how you're not. But go ahead. I liked Downey Jr. in this. Yeah, his performance is kind of awful. No, it was good. Like I said, the awkward jock moment. I said those awkward moments, and you said that was like jocks. And I was like, how do you know? Because you don't fucking know. Neither do you. You played golf. Whatever. I played golf, but, you know, they're athletes too. Come on, man. No, they're not. Okay. Not in high school. They didn't count. Whatever. Whatever. You you can't make it in the band, so you play golf. (laughs) What? Getting up, you do not understand how good you have to be to be in the top six at a school of that over a thousand people to to be on a golf team. Like that's like that that's 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 hard to do. You have to be good, okay? So I don't even want to get into it. No, you have, you to, have try to try out. You have to do what you do best: stand still and have strong wrists. That's it. I won't disagree. That I have a, uh, I'm actually not a wristy golfer. That's a handsy golfer. I'm not that kind of guy. You know I, I, with a pole in your hand. I have a better swing than that. Congratulations. So that. Yeah. In the parking lot, you know what? See, you're the guy in the parking lot after I'm done golfing that knows how to handle a pole. No, I'm the guy in the parking lot drinking beer, making fun of golfers. <laughs> I, yeah, I have gotten high on the golf course before once. Um, and I played one? very well. That's the one time you were good at golf. Cause you're high. Uh, no, but I was really fucking good. I beat a guy. Uh, pretty good. Off. Um, go ahead. Off. Are you done with your generic? Are you done with your uh, awkward thing? Was okay. that really you? That all you were going to say? Finishing your sentence. Fuck you. I have one more generic. Um, and that, and I've already kind of expressed it earlier and that the movie to me lacked a little focus as to, while we got this ending where, Johnny says, I'm not doing whatever. And he's going to end up going to state and we get the NCAA investigator busting all those people. Um, up until then, the movie lacked any focus. So we got an ending that had a, had a target, but we didn't up until then, you didn't know which dart was going to land on the board, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, so to me, that's kind of what it was. I, I just feel it just lacked a little focus. I think they could have focused on one overarching theme and then the other things resolved. I think the if the coach thing was the overarching thing, that's fine. And then and the permissible benefits, I don't think really need to be part of the focus. You know, I, I just thought that was weird. Or well, have it just be about that. I don't but know. It's all these different things, and you got Johnny basically going through the whole recruitment process, showing the pros and cons to it, and what happens, and it's you know, can he make the right decision? Which I don't know that he did. <laughs> at the end um like, no um honestly if eh, well i think he should have went to old tex and let his grandpa get his walleye gibblers gibblers get bought you know i mean what's the point what's the problem i wow i don't, I don't other than the fact they would have been under probation at the end right. of the movie for a year who cares i've got three more years i gotta play after that or two if you leave early right and so, then if you get hurt, you're going to be working at the gas station. Okay, if and any of those and any of those particular schools, and even the state school, don't let it fool you. Hey, they're all going to be sitting at the gas station if yeah, they get hurt. He saw that firsthand, though, so he's not going to Old Tex. 
Yeah, I guess. But but the guy never got to play there. So he did he hurt got himself hurt before he got to the school. I don't know any school that would honor a scholarship if the person got hurt while he's in high school. I could see when they're in college honoring that and letting it ride out and paying for a school. But I could not see any school you know I know matter of fact, I know people who had scholarships that got injured and what your scholarship expires year to year. It's not four years. People have this misconception that oh it's a full ride. No, it's a full ride for one year. And at the end of that year, they renew your scholarship. And if you get hurt, they might not do it. And I've seen people who have had that happen. Mm-hmm. So to me, they're, to, to assume what would happen to people, you just never know. Some will, some won't. And this movie, now I think they're more altruistic. Like like when a person gets hurt, they, they honor it now because the, the PR hit of it, how much that matters. Back then, I don't think they cared as much. So to me, that was just business as usual. Didn't matter. Did that ever happen to any of your golf geek friends? No, like I know someone who vagina? was a, who was a also like a stud softball pitcher that had a sh- blew out their shoulder, um, like in their sophomore year at Wright State, and they uh, they ended up not having the scholarship for the final two years because they couldn't play. So there you go, stud getting their degree at Ohio State, I think. Stud softball player. You know, well, you know what I mean. Really good. Like, really good enough to be D1, you know. <laughs> so I don't even want to hear it. Uh, sorry, I know athletes because when you are one, you meet them. <laughs> Can't fucking sorry. take you seriously when you say shit like that. Hey, it's okay, man. I know you don't believe. You didn't know me back then. You just don't know. That's a. I believe you. I take you at your word. I believe you were semi-athletic. Listen. Linda, before we started this episode, you're all giddy excited because you got down the stairs without losing your breath. Oh, that's not about being thing. a fucking athlete. I had other underlying issues ever since December 2020. You know that. Right. And also being non-athletic. Now. But not then. Though, got- no, that was your underlying issue before you got the vid because you had underlying issues. You don't even know. Okay. So people... Do you have any more six packs or generics you have to mention? I gave them all. Okay. You're my so generic. I, I gave all my generics. I mean, I don't have any more. So you know what time it is. Tell them what time it is. Memorabilia, what do you want from this film? I know what you want to say. Uma Thurman? <laughs> Other than Uma Thurman, I think you want a platter of fish sticks. <laughs> no. You want that spread on that piano. What What do you want? What do you want? Go ahead. I want the bar. You do want the bar. Okay, see, I, I knew you would take that. Actual piece of that bar. I, I, was, I, I, I was debating whether I was going to say that, but then I thought, you know what I want? I want the purple outfit. Because I think that that's so Prince. It looks like something it is Prince would Prince. wear. Totally yeah. is. Yeah. I'd be, I would love to have the purple outfit because I think... That would uh, be something I could put on a mannequin and that would be weird conversation piece in my house. If I picked anything else, like other than an actual fucking bar, I'd I'd go with the Letterman jacket, I think. That or that Adidas jacket that he gets when he goes to UCC would be cool. Uh, The towel that was around uh, Jim McMahon's uh, nether region. Here we go. (laughs) Hey, you're the one who thinks he walks on water. Here we go. You think no, he's I said, great. He had, I said he had swag, but I don't want a towel that was touching his dick. I thought you said wag. I'm sorry. I thought you said wag. Man. <laughs> you want you want what? Touching his what? I said I don't want a towel that was touching his dick like you just said you do. Eh. You know, I, I, I have to live with the that. fact when I visit your house and take a shower that when I use your towel, it probably touched your dick. Think that. You're not allowed to use my towels anymore. I'm telling you that that's that's the kind of reality getting, we live in. I don't in. want it touching yours. You're going to air when you go to a hotel. You know all the towels you've used. You think they're brand new every time you oh, come no, into the room. No, you know better than that. So someone's dick is on your face every There's time you been, go to a hotel. Every towel you use at a hotel has probably touched twenty thousand taints. Yes, all tainted up. You know that's how you clean your taint good. So when you go stay at a hotel, you got to do the chainsaw <laughs> when you dry off. <laughs> no one, no one does that. Flosses. Everyone does that. No one flosses their ass. That's how that dance came about. Because just picture a towel <laughs> in their hands. That's what they're doing. Yeah, they're drying so their true. taint. They're drying their taint. 
All right, are you ready to rate this bitch up? Are you ready it. for this? Rate it. Is it me or you? You, I don't care. I don't remember who went first. Last one was Halloween. I'll go first this time. It doesn't right. matter. Okay, I remember watching this back then. Like I said, my 14-year-old brain thought it was a good movie. That was great. This is one that you watch now and you realize it doesn't hold up, right? Like, Anthony Michael Hall, to me, isn't believable as an athlete. Uma is okay and hot, but really underutilized. I think that could have been a bigger part of the movie. Like I said, if it had picked a focus, to me, Uma would have been a great focus. Downey's character is a waste of screen time. Most of the time, he's just acting like a dumbass. Uh, I think a chimp could have played his role. I think he could have had a pet monkey that he brought everywhere and would have played Downey's role just as well, in my opinion, in this movie. That's how I I said it was a generic, so don't give me that look. The only redeeming character to me in this movie is the coach, but even that is tainted by the fact he was almost the same guy in Breakfast Club. So it's like, it's like you're almost, it, other than being a coach or a principal, but the attitude, all the same. Um, this is what I imagine happened to the coach two years down the road. He, he quit that school and became a head coach and got a hot wife and a cool bar. <laughs> this is him right here. But I, I wanted to like this, but it was too hard to do. So sadly, I had to score it below average. It's a nine. Okay. This is interesting. So I remember also liking this movie as a kid, partly because I got to see it in the, at the theater and all that shit. I think one of the big things I, with this movie to me is um, I feel like I like the first half of it much better than the second half. It just goes downhill. You know, the recruiting shit that comes out in the end, just like the ending of it, like all that stuff. It's just whatever, you know, you kind of lose interest at that point. I feel like, but like the recruiting trips are funny there's different stuff going on there. Um, the purple outfit, like you said, there's there's things in the movie that you like. You know, the bar, love that. Jennifer Tilly's everyday clothes, love those. Uma Thurman, that's awesome. Downey Jr., like I said, I liked his character in it. He didn't, that's fine. Um, so there's things you like about the movie, but you don't necessarily like the movie because it's not a good movie. So I give it an eight. Wow. Interesting that we're that close. And I, I'd like to say that, you know, when you think about it, this came out before some other um, movies came out about high school life. Um, mm-hmm. And I wonder if it influenced some decisions that were made, like in the program, which we're going to be doing. I'm sorry to tell you now, it's not the next thing, though. <laughs> but uh but, you know, I wonder if it influenced things in that and other movies that came after it, um, seeing, you know, because this was so lame, so such a cartoonish version of things. Yeah. Did it change people's angles on how to approach the subject in the future? You know, just it makes just, me wonder. I mean, it showed them what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. It's like, uh, this, it, you know, the thing is, this had the, the, the ability to be really good. I wouldn't say really good. I don't know how it had the ability to do that per se. Well, it had the right cast. That's what I'm saying. It had a cast that if given the right clay, could have molded it better. I think the problem is it was a comedy, but they were trying to add serious stuff into it. That's yeah. They couldn't decide what kind of movie. That's what I was trying to say. It it, it just was, it didn't know what it wanted to be. And when you don't know what you want to be, you're not anything. And that's the problem. It's basically in limbo the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, where's it at? Well, I know, obviously, this is an eight and a half, right? But Good job. Good job. But uh, is it, what is it? What's near it? Do we have anything that low? Um, not much, but I'm sure there's something. Let me go here. Because we tend to like a lot of movies we do. So we don't, we don't usually, I mean, but I have a feeling we're going to go back and watch some of these and our scores are going to skew um, lower. Crybaby was seven and a half. Oh, what did I give that? A 10. Yeah, it's a better movie than this. Artistically, it is a better vision. Whatever. Um, let's see. Uh, Cruel Intentions, seven and a half. That is a bad movie. You were eight. But it's better seven. than this. <laughs> so that's weird. What did I give it? Eight. I gave it a seven. Okay. So I gave it, I gave it less. Oh, I thought it was better. Okay. Um, Tokyo Drift, a seven and a half. That's a better movie than this. Too Fast, Too Furious, eight. (laughs) 
Everything comes back to the Fast and Furious. <laughs> Slackers eight. That's because you scored it wrong. No, you scored it wrong. What'd you score it? Thirteen. You gave it a three. Yeah, I gave it. It's pretty bad. It's worse than this movie. No, it's better than this movie. I could watch this movie again over Slackers. You're stupid. Just to see Uma Thurman. And, and the foreskin. The, and the coach. The foreskin was a six. Forsaken? Yes. What did I give that? A four? Um, You gave it a seven. It's be- Oh, because it could have been a good concept if they did... If they just said, let's forget what we just yeah, but did. You don't rate a movie because it what it could have been, you idiot. <laughs> you f- so yeah. You, yeah you, because if they'd have taken what they were movie. I take back what I said earlier. You are a fucking jock, you dipshit. <laughs> All right. We would like to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to join our Patreon so you can make some of those movie suggestions and get other fun stuff. Remember, you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions. And our episode schedule is there as well. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and we have a Twitch channel. Now, Anthony is not going to give you a tease into next week's movie because he's quit doing that. And it's still driving me nuts three episodes on. I know. I don't know why he has such a hard time with this. But let's just say, get ready for Stand By Me 2. Gordy goes to prep school. <laughs> that is that is good. Anything else? That's it. Peace out.